powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to Friends, Foes, and Neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, as what you are about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show. Prepare yourself for insightful interviews with incredible people. Join us now as we delve ever deeper into the human condition. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hello. Please sit. Thank you. Hello, Duvall Nation, and welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. We are back with another fantastic journey into the lives of extraordinary people. Before we jump into this episode, though, I want to say a huge thank you to my last guest, Dr. Claire Petuccio. The outpouring from the female fan base was incredibly overwhelming, and I heard from one or two personally who were very moved what Dr. Petuccio had to say and the products she offered through Medicine Mama's Apothecary. If you have not had the chance to listen to our great interview, I strongly encourage you to listen to it after the conclusion of this episode. Okay, welcome to episode 146, and we have a fantastic episode lined up for you today. We have on the show a brilliant, young, up-and-coming actor, Dallas Dupree Young. One of the cast of the blockbuster series Cobra Kai will be talking about his incredible rise in Hollywood to working with Steven Spielberg and the process that led him to winning the role of Kenny Payne on Cobra Kai. Let's get Dallas out here. Duval Nation, please join me in welcoming to the show, calling in today from Los Angeles, California, one of the stars of the hit show Cobra Kai, Dallas Dupree Young. Dallas, hello. Welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. How is the weather out by you today? The weather's actually pretty good today. You know, this past week, it has been horrible with all the rain and everything. But now, at the moment, it's very nice and sunny. So I start my newbies off the same way, and that is, how has it been for you to navigate the COVID-19 world up to this point? It was difficult at the beginning. I think, you know, at the time I was a homeschool kid, uh, you know, not being able to see my friends too much. It was, it was definitely difficult. And then at the moment, I think now I've just adjusted. You know, I have a good support system around me and everybody, you know, keep me uplifted at all times. So, you know, it's it's gotten a lot better and restrictions are starting to ease. But at the beginning, it was tough. Being isolated was not fun. Yeah. So every journey has a beginning. Where were you born? What was it like to grow up there? Yeah. So I was born in Houston, Texas. Uh, Lived nine years of my life out there before I moved to Los Angeles to pursue acting. It was honestly a lot of baseball, football, and basketball for me. That's all I was doing. Sports was going to be my life until I decided to go with acting. So, yeah, that, that's basically what I was doing. I had a lot of family members out there and a lot of friends. Mm. Your father is Eric Young Sr., very accomplished professional baseball player. Were you around the game growing up, and did you have any aspirations to follow in his footsteps? All of my life I was around the game. You know, every single moment I was – you know, eating, sleeping, and drinking baseball, honestly. And thankfully to him, I got the opportunity to see his work ethic, witness what he does in action, go to the ballpark with him, meet a bunch of baseball players. So that was obviously a blessing. And then as far as aspirations, that's what I wanted to do. I said at the age of four that I wanted to be a major league baseball player. So that's basically what I wanted to do. I wanted to be great in that because of my dad and how much I looked up to him. 
That's awesome. Now, you started acting at a relatively young age. What was the spark that inspired you to pursue it? The spark? Ooh, that's a really good question. I think for me, watching people on screen just, you know, portray their emotions on the camera was so exhilarating to me. It was really exciting. I thought that that was something for sure that I wanted to, you know, pursue and really explore. Um, and then next thing you know, I decided to do an audition one time. I said, oh, I love this. I think this is this will be a lot of fun. You know, met my manager, my agent. They helped me get coaching. And after that, I found a really, really strong passion for acting. That's awesome. Who are your acting inspirations? Yeah, I look up to Denzel Washington. I love Margot Robbie. And then I love uh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm. I love a good Denzel movie. What's your favorite Denzel film? My favorite Denzel film is John Q. John Q. You know, you don't get, you don't hear that one get pulled very often. That's a good choice. Yeah, no, nobody really, you know, a lot of people don't really know John Q. And I'm like, you got to watch John Q. That's, That's a good movie. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, it's, uh, for me, it's Crimson Tide because I was in the Navy. I had a skipper just like Gene Hackman. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I'd seen Denzel in the movie. Just, I can watch that any time of the day. It makes me feel good. I love that movie. So what do you remember booking your first acting role? It was a, it's actually an interesting experience. I remember I booked this show called Murder Among Friends and it was an investigation discovery project, small role. But I remember I was on the flight to Houston, Texas, going back to see my family and all my friends. And as soon as we land, I get the call saying that I booked my first role, meaning that we had to fly back the next day back to LA to film, even though I was, I was planned to stay in Houston, Texas for about a week or two and I had to, I couldn't I couldn't do that anymore. So I remember it was just being a really fun experience that I had to say goodbye and hi to my friends really quickly and then roll out and get to work. And then that whole experience on set was really exciting for me. That's awesome. Now you have joined a very select uh, group of guests who have been on my show who have worked with the legend we call Steven Spielberg. Mm. What are your favorite memories working on Ready Player One? Oh, my favorite memory on that was getting the opportunity to just have a quick conversation with him. Obviously on that set, it moves very quickly. So he just took the time to meet a lot of the kids and take good pictures. And I'll, you know, I'll forever remember that picture that I have with Steven, but no, I appreciate him. I just seeing him being in his presence was unbelievable. That's definitely something I will never forget. That's awesome. Now cousins for life was your first leading role. What kind of pressure do you feel when you learn you've booked such a prominent role? Honestly, for me, you don't think about the pressure. You just think about having fun and doing a job. You know, this this is what I came out here to do. This is what I love. So don't even think about the fact that you need to hold a show together. You just think about having fun. Uh, it's it's a family being being supportive of one another, keeping each other happy, keeping each other uplifted, and then be able to get the job done at the end of the day, work and have fun. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's the best part about it. How do you balance, you know, your work with your education right now? Yeah, so for the first uh, I'm going to say five years of my career, I was doing homeschool, like I mentioned earlier. And then this is my first year at regular school. I think I'm going to move. I usually move into like a homeschool program with that school just so I can be on top of my work, still be in contact with all my teachers just in case I need any help and keep moving forward on that regard. So that brings us to your most notable role. Kenny Payne in the yes, blockbuster show Cobra Kai. Yes, what is the audition process like that for that for show of that caliber? Yeah, so to make a long story short about this incredible experience, I remember I was working on another show and there was a huge there was a huge chance that I was not going to be able to work on Cobra Kai. It actually came down to the last 30 minutes for 
Fox to decide if they wanted to allow me to do the show. And thankfully, they allowed me to do the show. That show ended up not getting picked up. And I moved on to do Cobra Kai a few days later. And I remember just auditioning. I did a regular audition, then a callback. And I felt really confident about it. I loved the character. I connected with him. But I didn't really think nothing of it. I just thought, you know, it was another audition. I mean, this would be a great opportunity because it's Cobra Kai. Who wouldn't want to be on it? And then I said, okay, let me just do it. Get it done, be done with it. And then uh, got the call saying that I got the role. And obviously it changed my life for the better. Okay, Duval Nation, we're going to go ahead and take a small break right here, but we will be right back with the conclusion of this interview with Dallas Dupree Young. May I suggest you take this time to refresh that drink and take some super long deep breaths. <laughs> you know, that's right, Clouseau style. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Out with the bad air, in with the good. Please give your attention to a few friends of my show, and we will be right back. Enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder, can I make a podcast? But it seems so complicated and good audio production can take time. What if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily? Well, now there is. Introducing podcasting made easy from Podtastic Audio. My production team will handle your entire audio production, allowing you to be the star of your show. This is podcasting made easy. How easy? Well, so easy, you don't even have to press record. Now that's easy. Your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podcasticaudio.com slash easy. Duval Nation, Derek and Mindy Duval here to talk about Jerky Pro, the standard in premium beef jerky products. The Derek Duvall Show and Derek and Mindy's Fun With Movies is proud to be sponsored by the team at Jerky Pro. As a veteran, I am always the first to support veteran-owned businesses. Setting up shop in 1987 and founded by military and paramilitary veterans, they have set the bar for how beef jerky is processed, flavored, packaged, and sold. With strict quality control standards, Jerky Pro offers many flavors that are sure to please any beef jerky connoisseur. From the standard original flavor to honey glazed, peppered, teriyaki, sweet barbecue, or if you're brave enough, the fierce red hot, there are many flavors guaranteed to entice your palate. Offered in various sized packaging, use promo code DUBALL37, all in capital letters, at checkout to receive a 5% discount. Remember folks, if your beef jerky is not making your mouth water, then it's not Jerky Pro Beef Jerky. Jerky Pro, the standard in premium beef jerky products. Hey, this is Patrick Baker, and you are listening to The Derek Duvall Show. Check out my new single, Sorrow, available on all major streaming platforms. And you can check my site out at patrickbakermusic.com. Don't leave my Teachers, do you ever have these feelings or have been told these things? Do you want Kleenex for your classroom? Maybe you should think about buying your own with your own money. You get the summer off, you can have a second job. Do you really need a pay raise? Oh, do you need to use the restroom? Maybe you can do that in the three minutes while students are changing classes. 
Boy, sure hope your room doesn't descend into Lord of the Flies in that time. Oh, things are going pretty good for one. Surprise! Budget cuts! Well, you're in luck because we've got a book just for you. Hi, everyone. It's Katie Kinder, educator, speaker, and author of Untold Teaching Truths. I invite you to purchase my book and join this journey as we talk about the wild world of public education. Part memoir, part strategy. It is available on BookBaby, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Teach on Warriors. We've got this. Too young for this trek. The Final Frontier. These are the voyages of... MC. Troy. And Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. You can listen to these goobers talk about Star Trek by searching for Too Young for This Trek or by visiting probablywork.com. Hey, it's Presley Tennant, and you're listening to The Derek Duvall Show. You can find my brand new EP, 600 Miles, on all streaming platforms right now. Janae Sergio, arriving. Hello, everyone. This is Janae Sergio, life coach, combat veteran, and best-selling author. I invite you to purchase my new book, Perfectly Flawed: A Veteran's Journey from Homeless to Hero. In these pages, you will learn about the lowest struggles of my life to the absolute triumphs that have made me the strong woman I am today. Follow along as I talk about homelessness, my naval role in Operation Enduring Freedom, navigating insurmountable odds, and how I dealt with and overcame them. You can find Perfectly Flawed on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Welcome back to episode 146 of the Derek Duvall Show Let's get right back to it with the conclusion of our interview with one of the stars of the hit show, Cobra Kai, Dallas Dupree Young. The character has had one of the most interesting arcs, you know, from bullied kid to ruthless competitor. What have you enjoyed the most by developing the character? For me, developing the character, just being able to explore different avenues of my own personal life and you know, influence that into the character. Obviously, I'm not a mean person in real life. <laughs> Especially how he shows in season five, but you just got to take little things in your own personal life and, and implement that into the role. So being able to explore different emotions and uh, just connect with a character on a different level in season five, especially that was special to me. What has the feedback been like from your fans and, and people who in the acting community? The feedback has been great. I mean, I, I didn't expect it to be this, this, the fan reception to be unbelievable like this. I remember while I was filming season four, the writers and the directors kept telling me that my life was going to change forever. And I was like, really? Is it, is it kind of like that? Like, you don't even know. And 
that day, season four came out. My followers skyrocketed. I'll get conversations after conversation. And then whenever I go in public, people notice me and then they'll ask for a picture, which is just incredible. Did never never expected this six years ago, I'll tell you that. But no, nah, the fan reception and the feedback has been really great, really positive, and that's what I appreciate it. Can you explain for my listeners, you know, the workout, the martial arts training, you know, what is the regiment like? The regiment is tough. You know, we have great, great stunt performers and stunt coordinators, Ken Barefield, Don Lee and his whole production team over there. They are unbelievable at what they do and they really help us, you know, get into the character, understand the development of him and why we do certain moves to implement this in a certain character's actions and choices. Um, but you know, it's, it's rigorous at times, but it's, it's so much fun because we're all working together and we're all, we all have the same goal to get the show done and make it the best show for all the viewers out there possible. So it's, it's tough at times. It's tough, but it's a lot of fun every single day. When this show is, is wrapped and done, do you intend on keeping up with some of your martial arts training? Yeah. Yeah. I usually do. I, I was going to a karate class after season five. The only thing is, it was just kind of tough for me because I joined baseball again. So just trying to balance the two was uh, definitely difficult. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to get back into karate again, get my body moving and get right. Yeah, I think I remember watching uh, The Last Dance with Michael Jordan, you know, a baseball body and a basketball body. That's just two do not coexist. So I understand. Yeah, yeah they really don't. <laughs> so who are some of your favorite cast members to work with? Oh. Let me start this off by saying all of them are my favorite. You never know who's watching. All of y'all are my favorite. But I'm going to say the people that I speak to the most, maybe. Uh, in season four, it was definitely Tanner Buchanan. He was my mentor, and he's really my mentor in real life, too. You know, I appreciate him. and His his guidance has really been helpful for me and beneficial. And then Griffin Santa Pietro, we became boys First day of season four, he would come to my spot and we play like Grand Theft Auto Five and MLB The Show, different video games. Uh, and then after that, we, we just always have so much fun together. Uh, he, he's really a good, good friend of mine now. Behind the scenes, is the cast pretty tight knit? I mean, everybody just you know gets along real well. Everybody having fun at all times. You know that's awesome. that, that, that's the name of the game for us. We're always having fun, always keeping a positive attitude. We're if. We're not joking around onset. We're joking around offset and playing different games, playing ninja, zip, zap, zap, as they call it. <laughs> uh, you know, just having having a good time, staying loose. So I did want to ask you one question as, you know, did you ever go back to the original source material? You know, the original Karate Kid films. Did you go and check those out? I did. I did end up going to see uh, the first Karate Kid and, and just, wow. I mean, unbelievable movie. It makes sense why it, it has you know, gain such a legacy and why this is so important to a lot of people. Which is your favorite of the trilogy? <laughs> I like the second one, but I'm going to have to go with the first one. First one. Yeah. First one, original. You really can't make it much better than that. <laughs> That's awesome. The The show is ending after this season. What will you take away the most from what I assume is going to be one of the most incredible experiences of your, I'm sure, long career? I think for me, honestly, just like you said, experience. I mean, they really helped me get better at my craft and then also understand how it is to be professional on set. Because at that time I was 13, 14 years old. I'm growing up to be a teenager and in this tough world. So just having them there to 
really understand their guidance, their their past experiences to influence how I behave and how I interact with others. You know, I'll forever appreciate them. I'm so happy that I got the chance to work on three seasons with them. And then we're going we're gonna to finish the last one off strong. That's awesome. So what is next for you after the end of the season? At the moment, I think I'm going to probably focus on school for my senior year because, you know, that's probably going to be it. Uh, focus on that. And then after that, I'm going to try to book roles again and get get out there. Any aspirations you want to work with Denzel? The, oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. That, that would be the dream come true. That's awesome. All right. So we've been to this final phase of the interview. I always like to ask one fun question is, you know, when you're not acting, you're not playing baseball, you're not at school, what do you do for fun? How do you like to unwind? When I usually unwind, I'm playing MLB The Show 23 <laughs> video games. Or sometimes I might grab a good book every now and again. Well, yeah, but not, not too much. It's more so with the video games. Fair enough. Yeah. So what would be the best way for my listeners to follow your adventures online? The best way for your viewers would have to be um, Instagram. My handle is Dallas Dupree Young. And then I'm going to definitely get a TikTok very soon because everybody has been wanting me to get a TikTok. So I'm going to get a TikTok soon as well. All right. So I end my interviews with my favorite question. And the question is this. If the entire planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing you would like to say to the people of Earth? I would want to say, even though times get tough, keep a positive attitude at all times because you never know. It, you know, something might change your life. So, and you might change other people's lives. So just smile and then uh, just know you'll get through. All right. Dallas, congratulations on your success right out of the gate. I know you have a great career ahead of you. Best of luck to you, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And just like that, Duval Nation, we come to the end of episode 146. I want to thank Dallas for taking the time out of his incredibly busy schedule to come on the show and speak with me. You can tell this gentleman has got a very bright future ahead of him, and Duval Nation joins me in looking forward to his next project and also wishing him the best of luck for his future career. Okay, tune in again next time as we showcase another extraordinary person. I have a really, really good one coming up in a few days, so be sure to keep checking your favorite podcast streaming channel for that episode to drop. Also, I think it's fair to ask, have you enjoyed this episode? I truly hope you have, so please go hit that subscribe button to keep up to date for when new episodes drop. Also, if you're feeling generous, drop us a review. We love reading what our listeners have to say about us, good or bad. We are still enjoying our partnership with the amazing Tee Public. The Derek Duvall Show has a great little store on there, and we have everything with our logo on it, including magnets, stickers, and mugs. Plus, we have some really fun t-shirts on there that Mrs. Duvall and I added. Plus, since we did this interview with Dallas, there are some Cobra Kai shirts on there, so please go check those out. Go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com. Go to the banner on the left that says Merch. Click that, and you will be taken to our store on TeePublic. And once again, I want to thank TeePublic for being such great partners with the show. Also, as of this recording, I just got word on my phone, breaking news out of BBC Wales, Wrexham AFC, or as I like to call them, the little Welsh football club that could, just scored promotion to the Football League. If you've been a fan of the show, you know, watching the supporters storm the field in pure jubilation can warm the heart of any hardened football fan. This is a historic day for Wrexham AFC, but it also is an incredible day for Welsh football. So you can see footage of their celebrations on my Twitter feed, or you can just go to Wrexham AFC pages on any of their social media channels. 
Fondi Falshatai Kapada Rexum. On behalf of myself and the entire team here at the Dark of All Show, I want to say to each and every one of you listening, did you watch the launch of Starship? Yes, I know it blew up, but it also got off the launch pad, which in itself was a mighty feat, seeing as it's the most powerful rocket ever conceived by mankind. I am also looking forward to the next phase of Starship's evolution as we continue our quest to put the first woman and person of color on the moon by December of 2025. No star, God bless, and see you next time, Planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com for links to merchandise and to explore past episodes. Please find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show.